AJ and McCall dropped the mic. It's our podcast. Our first one, we're really excited, uh, tackling just things that we think are a big deal. And frankly, if you've been on the internet basically the last week, there's no bigger deal than Taylor Swift right now. Taylor Swift is owning the internet. Basically, the internet has completely shut down because of this woman. And frankly, I think that it rightfully has because this new song that she just dropped, Look What You Made Me Do, which, of course, huge clapback to Kim and Kanye. Yeah, and it's not just that, because we've talked about it. It's not that just it's clapback, because I feel like if you say it's a response or she's trashing, you diminish what it is. I think it is one of the most ingenious songs when you look at it, like when we dive into the lyrics and the lyric video, and we don't even have the music video yet. It, it's just ingenious once you go through the layers, I think, that she went through to really let the people know, I'm coming for you. Well, and you look through all of the things that she has gone through, especially with these things with uh, him and Kanye, right. with them lashing out at her, saying that she's a snake, saying that all of these different all of these different things. I don't think by any means she is being trashy over this. I feel like this is a big deal. The kinds of things that she was saying, the kinds of things that Kanye said in his song for fame, famous, I guess it's called, it's uncalled for. Personally, I think it's uncalled for, especially the stuff that she was going through with David Mueller, with the whole DJ scenario where she was assaulted, where she went through all of these things. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it happened before, no, after the incident. I think he dropped the song, the music, after she clarified, I guess you could say, or after she ended up saying, oh yeah, no, it's okay. Even though she didn't say it was okay. She said it was okay if it was kind of a compliment in the one sense, but he never, she never agreed to have him say that she was a yacht in any way. Famous was released in 2016. So yeah, yeah, it was afterwards. Yeah. And I'm sure that she didn't approve of, you know, laying naked next to him in the music video. No, I bet that was because I feel like there's something because there's been it's Taylor Swift, so she's really divisive. There's people who love it and there's people who hate it, and I feel like something that's kind of being blown off is the is the the uh, influence that this case has had. And then you talk about that, the line that he said is is very abrasive, and then the music video itself, when put in perspective about this sexual assault case, which is what it was that she just won, I think that would set anyone off and and. We've talked about it when when it comes to Katy Perry. Like, mm-hmm. did she change? Apparently, she didn't. We, she's all over the map. I think this really might be the change of Taylor Swift because everybody's trying to say, "No, it's the same old Taylor Swift." She she's really subtle about it. She doesn't come out and say it. I don't think that's the case. It's not the same old Taylor Swift. You look at this sexual assault case. You look at the charges that have been charged against David Mueller, and these things have been caused. And I feel like this new album is the cause. This is because of the way that David Mueller acted the way that he abused her the way that that and granted it's a photo I get it it's a photo a lot of people are just like oh it's well it's a photo but those kind of sexual abuse sexual assault cases that messes you up that screws you up 100% and people are just completely avoiding the fact that this happened and Taylor Swift I really genuinely think she's a good person first of all and I genuinely think that this messed her up because you can see in that photo the way that she looks at David Mueller, the way that she looks at the at the camera, you can see something's not right, first of all. 
And that takes a toll on you. It really does, especially being in the public eye like that. Yeah, I'm glad you said it because that's what I was going to say. Because you talk about the fact that how many people does she, if she goes on tour, realistically, how many people does she meet? Hundreds Absolutely. upon hundreds, right? And then on top of that, and we've all been guilty of it, especially everybody on radio, people poke fun at her dating life. And we've gotten into this. There are several. Katy Perry's one that deserves... She doesn't get anything no. for it because she does the exact same thing that Taylor Swift does. So you combine because, and I don't, I don't, please don't, I, I, I don't want to step out of bounds with these comments. But you talk about like when you talk about a victim of sexual assault, they feel like the victim and they become vulnerable, right? And then you have already all this public criticism when it comes to your dating life. Mm-hmm. You kind, it's just a lot of pressure when it comes to relating to people and dating and all of that. And so I think that this is just a culmination. That's why she was just gone for what, two, three years? She just wasn't here. Yeah, she went off the map. I'm sure that she had to go through some counseling. She had to go through those sorts of things. And I think you hit it on the, you hit the nail on the head when it comes to how Katy Perry writes these kinds of songs. And nobody gives her grief for it. Only Taylor Swift. Yeah. And Taylor Swift's the only one that's just taken it and ran with it. Well, I made the joke too. What about Calvin Harris? Exactly. He has a history of dating artists and then he makes songs and makes money off them. Nobody talks about that. Because why would they talk about that? Want to know why? Male stigma. Hmm. Yeah. But I we're mean, not going to go into that one. But seriously, I, and so I, I think that's a point that the, the trial is something that I feel like is getting glossed over. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same old Taylor Swift. And because we've talked to people, there are people in our building that say, I don't like the song. You know, I think that the flow is off or it's really repetitive. I don't think this is supposed to be the best song on the album. I think this is Ooh. this is the message. There's going to be so many other songs on this album. I cannot wait for it to drop. But you look at the references that she makes. The the tilted sh- this tilted stage reference clearly going to St. Pablo's tour with uh, Kanye West. Yeah, you showed me that picture. It's like the angle's different than the one you showed me, but that- it's identical. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's identical. You go to that comment, you go to the chorus, the lyric video, and you see the snakes that she's got going on. Kim. I don't know what you did to make. I know exactly what you did to make Taylor Swift angry, but you better run because I don't. I don't think that this is the end of it. You asked me for, uh, yeah. I I just and that's what I'm saying because you, so you see the snake, you see the tilted stage. Mm-hmm. You talked about the album art, the the type, the is very uh, was Saint Pablo. Yeah, is the tour whatever, but it, it goes even deeper than that because like. There's been some articles. I don't know if TMZ took that one down. TMZ tried to post an article saying it was only about Kim and Kanye. It doesn't go only about Kim and Kanye. I don't you think play so the either. samples of the song. You you go back to Katy Perry. This is where it starts, is with Katy Perry, because Katy Perry says that Taylor Swift is the Regina George in sheep's clothing. You play the sample directly next to each other of Taylor Swift's brand new song, Look What You Made Me Do. And the song, what is it? It's by Peaches and it's called Operate identical which is directly from mean girls it's a halloween song that they end up playing while they're while they're getting ready for the yes. halloween show halloween costume party thing and it's directly from there you talk about the feast you talk about how they locked her out of the feast locked her out and served a feast or whatever whatever the exact lyric is for it and they lock regina george out of the house and have a party yeah the second yeah Later, the second party. The first party, I think, is that's where the baseline comes from. Yeah. And it's it's identical. There's a little bit more splash, I think, on the Mean Girls, but it's it's identical. And in fact, you can even hear it in the way that the original song goes with the way the artist sings the lyrics. It's very. It sounds very similar with the way Tim- Taylor sings her lyrics as well. So mm-hmm. that baseline seems like it's pulled. But yeah, I mean, 
there's a there was a, a message too about because she has a line about I I have your name on a list and I've underlined it in red or something it's along those lines and the burn book and Mean Girls names are written in red always written in red yeah. And you look at all of the different colors and all of the different color references throughout the entire lyric video. You see the black and white and the gray and the red and the red. I feel like I'm not sure. Maybe I'm a little bit off with it. Taylor Swift is very um, representative when it comes to to colors. She's someone who relates very much so to colors. And so you look at the the black and the gray and the red and you look at the life of Pablo, St. Pablo tour and it it matches. You look grays, you look blacks, you look reds. It all matches. The type, the right, all of it. And then there's yellow in there also. And you compare yellow, you look at Katy Perry's brand new song Feels. I mean, with Calvin Harris, of course. And she's decked out in yellow. She's got a yellow wig on. She's got a yellow dress on. 100% yellow. So you get the two color resemblances in there. And it makes me curious as to why it's those separate colors. Those are just the, and that's just the analysis that I've made on it at least. Yeah, there's a lot of red. The one that, so, because we talked about this, the one that gets me is I could have, to me, to me, the gun lyrics said the gun was mine, you turn it back on me, was 100% the about Katy Perry, in my opinion, because you talk about how Katy Perry came out and brought the beef basically to the forefront, which puts all the pressure on Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift wasn't saying anything. Yeah. So Katy Perry's driving the narrative, driving the narrative, then all of a sudden backtracks, she apologizes, says, well, it's on Taylor Swift to fix this, still puts all the pressure on Taylor Swift. So that's what I thought it was, but I'm watching the video now, and that is all in red. Yeah, and 100% lot- in red, and you compare the things that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have said about Taylor Swift, saying, oh, no, 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 look at her, she did this, she did this whole entire, the the interview with the Snapchat video that they ended up doing, saying that they were talking to Taylor Swift on it, you look into that one, and you look into the lyric from Kanye West's famous, and she says, she doesn't say that it's okay, first of all, she doesn't say that it's okay that they call her a B. They don't she doesn't approve it in any way, shape, or form. She says that it pushes the envelope a little bit um to overexposure. And that's the extent of it. So they turn the gun back at Taylor Swift and say that this was her fault. She should have said one way or the other. Yeah, I could see it because now I'm on the I'm on the part where it says, uh, you asked me for a place to s- sleep, you locked me out and then threw a feast, right? And I think that all of it, because we thought Maybe that was Katy Perry too, but if you think about so to me, and maybe the feast still is, but the place to sleep is the famous video. Absolutely. Locked me out has called me and then changed it and mm-hmm. then did it anyway and mm-hmm. then threw a feast is then released a video and celebrated it because I think I don't remember off the top of my head, but I feel like a lot of people after the video came out, because a lot of people thought Kanye, because it's Kanye, he's a jerk. Yeah, he were is. Like, well, what are you doing? And they released a video, and I think a lot of people were like, Well, maybe, maybe not. I yeah, I don't know. I don't think First of all, Taylor Swift didn't consent to it, but the way the point that you make about it it being them locking her out and then throwing a feast being the famous video, absolutely, I agree 100% with it. Yeah, and I, this is interesting because the the, dire, the deeper we dive, and there's just so many layers. The color one I think is really good. The yellow on and when it comes to Katy Perry's hair in the Fields video, I think it's a great example. Red, the snakes are in red. All mm-hmm. the snakes are in red. Mm-hmm. Um the line, the underlined one is the one that's curious because a lot of people think that's a Mean Girls reference, which would be more towards Katy Perry. So yeah. I think the color one is ingenious. And I think there's definitely part. It might not be consistent all the way through because I'm still convinced that Katy Perry's here in here. But the di- the more we de- dive into it, like the gun one, the feast one, which we thought were pretty sure. 
though if we thought we were about Katy Perry, I think you can make an argument for Kanye. The the keys to the kingdom one is the one I still haven't sorted I, out. I haven't understood. I can't in. understand that one. One hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I can't understand that one. But the thing that I find the most intriguing to me is how secretive this was kept. How much under wraps they right. had this because yesterday we were all thinking that this song was going to be called Timeless because we got some sweepers saying that the song was going to be called Timeless supposedly so we were all hyped. We're thinking it's Timeless. I go online and search it of course because I'm curious if it's going to drop early, if we can have the lyrics to it. So I searched Taylor Swift Timeless lyrics, pull up lyrics, search Taylor Swift Timeless on YouTube, pulls up a video that's uh like a jazzy type thing looks like they're just waiting until they can drop the actual song and you look into that and then immediately at 940 or 950 whatever time she ended up dropping it um mountain standard time it ends up not being called timeless it ends up being called look what you made me do and you search for timeless on Taylor Swift's Vivo page. You search timeless and that's exactly what it pulls up is look what you made me do. She has some genius marketing people. Hate Taylor Swift, love Taylor Swift, whatever you want to say about her. Her marketing is genius. No, I agree because we, we talked about it. in this day and age, it seems like nothing's a secret anymore. No. Like, I'm a huge sports fan and nothing stays secret, especially with Twitter. And radio people were tricked. The public was tricked. And then so I just... Not only do I think that the lyric video and and the just lyrics in the song are one of the most ingenious ones I've seen. Just the whole presentation, the deleting of the social media, which has taken on new meaning. You read earlier when the because the phone call is one of the one of the parts that stands yeah, out. Yeah, that song. says you know, oh, you can't. The old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Oh, why? Because she's dead. Well, she is dead. She's completely wiped everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything has been completely wiped from the past. And whether she's wiping it because of David Mueller, whether she's wiping it to start a brand new, fresh, clean slate, whether it's because of Kanye and Kim, I don't know. But she's correct. The old Taylor's dead. This is a brand new being that has just been brought out of the ashes like a phoenix. No, I agree 100% that it's just the the presentation with the snake videos, the wipe and the social media. I mean, if if popular is about capturing buzz and having people talk about you, Taylor Swift is now riding like a one-week high of it. Yeah. Because last Friday, wiped, wiped social media. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, well, what's going on? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, snake videos. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Are we going to, you know... Game of Thrones was one of the, when we first saw the first video, was it Game of Thrones? Because Ed Sheeran was on Game of Thrones. Yeah. New music's been rumored, but you've heard, like, I think that's pretty much only come from Ed Sheeran. There's been people who've said, yeah, but nobody's come out and said, well, we've no. seen her in a studio or anything, so she's locked that away. Well, she's completely disappeared. Yeah, she's been literally gone minus the trial. The trial's like the only yeah. thing that brought her back out into the public, otherwise just gone. Yeah. Just gone. Well, and you talk about the stuff that she's releasing. What's going to happen to the VMAs? Because she's premiering her music video at the VMAs. Katy Perry was supposed to be premiering her music video at the VMAs, bounced it back, ended up being the same exact day as Taylor Swift, which also was a really good marketing scheme because everybody now thinks, oh, well, Taylor Swift just dropped this brand new song because Katy Perry dropped her brand new song. No, no, that's not what it was at all. Katy Perry moved it back so that she can look like the victim again. And... She is hosting the VMAs. Katy Perry's hosting the VMAs. What is going to happen with Taylor Swift and Katy Perry? I was thinking there was possibly a collaboration happening. Definitely out the window. Yeah, that there was a lot of people predicting that. That the and 
I don't know where people stand when it comes to the music video. A lot of people seem really confused because it's just kind of a hot mess of stuff. It is a hot mess. We were looking for Taylor Swift references in it. The the wolf in sheep's clothing is is along her comment about the Regina George Absolutely. thing. I, I don't. Did you ever think we saw any reference to her in the video itself besides that? You know, I couldn't necessarily see any sort of a reference to her. The only thing I could think is the big guy that they ended up starting it off with, which was Katy Perry's initial rival. That's the only thing I could think possibly Katy Perry was like, yeah, this is Taylor Swift. She's a big bully. Yeah, see, and that's why it's funny you bring that up. Well, the bully, that makes a lot of sense because the kingdom, I'm, just, I'm going through the lyric video now as we're talking about, the kingdom thing to me, because I don't think it's Kanye. They've never had to, music-wise, I don't think they've ever really no. been like this. No. It's not Kim Kardashian. So the kingdom lyric and the keys to the kingdom to me is is, is Katy Perry because you brought up was it that she's had a really a lot of success recently, especially since Taylor Swift stepped back. She had yeah. the, uh, the Witness tour was just amazing. It she made a, a crap load of money. Yeah. So that's why I think that one's about Katy Perry. But um, yeah, a lot of people were predicting collaboration. Thought they'd bury the hatchet. We get the Swish Swish video right before Taylor Swift drops a single, mm-hmm. and you're like. Maybe this isn't quite done yet. No, it's not done, and it is far from done. I mean, and frankly, I'm everyone I think is excited about the VMAs because of is Taylor Swift going to perform, what's going to happen. But frankly, I'm also excited to see how Katy Perry handles it because she's the host, so she's going to be the first one up. Well, and she is a very... Um She's kind of a basket case, especially when it comes to presenting and premiering and being in the public eye. Don't get me wrong, she does a really good job at performing. She's an amazing performer. But when it comes to things like this, when when it, it's hot water is what it is, and how does she handle it? Yeah, I mean, because I think you and I were talking earlier and you asked you back out of the performance. If you're Katy Perry, because I think in general, the, the releasing Swish Swish ahead of Taylor Swift, I think salvaged a little bit of PR mm-hmm. for her. But in general, her I think her reputation is taking such a huge beating this summer. It really has. Because I think, so when she came out was on the Taylor Swift thing, you were either on Taylor Swift's side because you like Taylor Swift, you're on Katy Perry's side because you like Katy Perry. There wasn't any other reason to be on a different side because you were kind of listening. It had mm-hmm. been something that's brought up and disappeared. But then that's what's so amazing about the Taylor Swift's persona is that Katy Perry's done all of this stuff. Taylor Swift did nothing until she put her music on streaming, mm-hmm. which is an ingenious way to get back at Katy Perry. Whether, so smart. Whether you think she deserves it or not, it was ingenious. Um, but Katy Perry's literally done, has been all over the place, and Taylor Swift hadn't even said a thing. This is the first word out of Taylor Swift all summer long. See, and I'm really curious to see if that backlash with to Katy Perry about dropping her music the same day that Witness was dropped... I'm curious to see if that's the extent of the backlash for this. And Katy Perry apologized, and so I'm wondering if that's just like, okay, no, we're good. Don't don't cross me again. Or if we're going to get a whole, this whole album is just going to end up coming back at t- Katy Perry. See, that's what's so confusing to me about the Swish Swish video, because to me, I thought that, I don't know if you could say Taylor Swift never, a people never came out and said whether they accept the apology or yeah, not. Yeah, nobody did. Katy Perry went out of her way to seemingly apologize for the most part and then this video comes out and maybe they cleaned it up a little bit but there still seem to be some references about that are are directed towards Katy perry and then you throw in the fact that and and mccall's mccall's take on on uh nikki minaj's performance who by the way when she when she's on with her art and i think it's when she's like most into it it is she's amazing she is 100% amazing and she kills in the music video nikki minaj does oh man she slays and, and mccall was right cuz she said that in the video it's like uh, nikki minaj is giving her a pep talk 
And then right on cue, her teammate, who we talked about this earlier, if you were going to have someone to make a diss track, I'd want Nicki Minaj in my corner, tweets out uh, last night or the night that the singles dropped and says, stay humble. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think this is a thing? Because I have this crazy theory about, you know, maybe American Idol's having issues because Taylor Swift is such a huge influence Mm -hmm. and against Katy Perry that's having a problem. Do you think we're going to see, like, not necessarily, like, sides drawn here, but Nicki Minaj is with Katy Perry's tweeting, Taylor Swift's such a huge icon. You're kind of seeing a line start to draw. Like, there's obviously going to be artists that are just stay out of it and are yeah. just like whatever but uh, no one not everyone's going to stay out of it because not everyone can because you know Kanye's going to come back oh my gosh Kanye's going to come back and he's going to come back and say something stupid because he usually does but I, I feel like there are going to be lines drawn and I do feel like there is going to be a, a war between the two of them if you will I feel like this is just going to hash out and it's just going to explode I feel like everybody's going to separate and it's going to be Taylor Swift against the world which I understand a lot of people don't like Taylor Swift. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I can see why not. Some of the things she's done, pretty dang cold. But the fact that she's standing up against sexual assault, which is something that is huge, and the fact that she's she's gutsy enough to be doing something along these lines, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's somebody that I would want on my team. And see, this is the amazing thing, because I don't know, so... Taylor Swift icon, don't want to be on her bad side. No. Kanye West, huge jerk, but I don't know if you really want to be on his bad side either mm-hmm. because I think he has a lot of influence. And so it's interesting to me because those are two different sides, and then I don't think Katy Perry and Kanye are on the same side, so you almost have these three sides here. And so, like, for instance, everyone expects a Drake collaboration with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Now, I don't think Drake and Kanye are boys, so it's not as big a deal. No. But, like... You, if you get a chance to be on a Taylor Swift track, I feel like it's almost impossible to pass up because she's so you huge. You can't pass it up. But then you got to weigh like, okay, well, Katy Perry and then in her record label or artists that support her and Kanye West and he's a massive icon. And Nicki Minaj. And Nicki and- Minaj is a great example. And then the Kardashians and I don't get me wrong. For anyone that can't stand them, I am under one hundred percent with you. But we cannot kid ourselves; they have influence. Yeah, they do have influence. Huge influence. Though the interesting thing is, because you you shared that earlier in the former one about Beyonce, yeah. I think you can make an argument that Kanye's influence is damaged because him and Jay Z aren't getting along. Because when those two are right, it that's just wow. Yeah, two icons in music industry. But if they're not going well together, that really I think weakens Kanye's position. Well, and then you look at the things. Now this is a little bit of a tangent, but you look at when Beyonce had her babies. You right. look at when she had Sir and Rumi. And you look at the things that Kim Kardashian did. She sent her like a $4,000 palette all oh, yeah. covered in gold. And Beyonce sent it back. She's like, I don't need this. I don't want this. I don't care for any of your presents. She sent her more presents. Beyonce sent them back. Obviously, there there's beef between those two. Yeah. Yeah, I t- that's a, g- a great point. I don't know if those two have ever been cool. I think that's more so like they're the yeah. wives of guys that are friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a great point. Thank I mean, you. holy cow. Uh like it's it's gone from it's gone from Taylor Swift's back, which is a huge deal, to oh my gosh, Taylor Swift's gonna go after the whole world, which is a huge do- deal to oh my gosh, Taylor Swift's music videos or lyrics and, and lyric video are ingenious to oh my gosh, this has the power, this one song and her next album has the power to just shake up the music industry because you're drawing lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and again, back to McCall's point about the marketing team, if you're MTV you better be sending like backing the trucks up at Taylor Swift's house because 
the VMAs were probably going to be watched fairly well to begin with. Um, yeah. It's now can't miss TV. No, I, I'm dying because I need to be watching this. I'm going to stay up. It's going to be like Christmas all over again. Last night, I was up way too late waiting for this song to drop, and it dropped, and my mind was just completely blown. I spent all night long researching this because this is crazy. And that's the and that's the thing too, because it's it's just the beginning. Because you haven't even hit the point on the album release, which I'll let you get to in a second. But it's like this dropped today. Mm-hmm. The album drops November is it tenth? November tenth. November tenth. I mean, you you're probably not going to be able to sleep because there's going to be cause we're going to have the VMA, so the VMAs is going to happen. And then is is Taylor Swift going to drop more singles before the album? Is Taylor yes. Swift going to come out before the album and make public appearances? Probably. So, I mean, it's it's literally, it's just the beginning, and it's already shook up the world so much. I can't believe what has happened. And Taylor Swift kind of doing some dark some some dark stuff, if, if you will. She uh, dropping the brand new album on the 10th of November. Happens to be Kanye West's mom's 10th year anniversary of her death. Yeah, that that one. If you're not a Taylor Swift fan, I, I could support you being. And even if you are, I could. I'm, that, I'm a little mad about that one. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm hoping they bump it up because it's like, oh yeah, what a coincidence! It happened on this day. But anything Taylor Swift does at this point in time, not coincidental. She has planned yeah. everything out. She is a genius. Her marketing team, they are geniuses. They need a raise. I'll tell you right now, they're making probably way more than I will ever make in my entire life. But they need a raise, Taylor. And that's yeah, yeah, and again, and marketing because we've only seen we've seen snippets mm-hmm. of music video. We haven't seen the music video, and and you there's animation in the lyric video, which I again one of the coolest lyric videos I've ever seen, and he's really well done. Yeah, and there's going to be even broader hints, bigger subtle hints in the music video. So it's it's that's another thing. It's just it's not even like this song doesn't even have a music video yet, and it's, it's still ridiculous. Its impact is just still going. I, I cannot believe the amount of publicity Taylor Swift is going to get off of this brand new album. Yeah. So, okay. We're in agreement. We, let's do, we talked about VMA predictions. We got to make VMA predictions. Mm-hmm. So, Katy Perry, how does she deal with, in your opinion, how does she deal with the hosting? I don't know. I don't know how she's going to deal with hosting. I think she's going to be a mess. I think she is. I feel like she's probably going to be really worried and constantly checking over her shoulder to see what's going to happen next, to see if there's some sort of sabotage, which at this point in time, I think will happen. Does Taylor Swift perform live? Yes. I'm kind of leaning that way too. The thing, so I'm torn on this one because I think she, I I really want her to, Mm -hmm. but part of me thinks, nah, she's, she's slow playing it the whole time. She's just going to let the music video run and we're just going to, we're just going to go. She's going to let the music video go and we'll see the images and then we'll be talking about it next week. No, I don't think so. No, no, I don't, I, I think she might. Do you think, so do you think an artist that's not Kim, uh, Kim, Kanye or Taylor Swift will say something during the VMAs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anxious to see what happens because I think Kim and Kanye both are going to say something. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm following Kim Kardashian on Snapchat right now. I hope you know. Yeah, I, I would too. She's going to it's probably a dumpster fire. I'm sure it already is. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Again, if you're MTV or what the VMAs is now must watch TV. Yes. So you better thank Taylor Swift cuz she made that happen. Oh man. That that is Oh, I'm so excited! I can't wait. I can't wait to see the music video because I just want to see more of the imaging. Because Taylor Swift, as you said, it's not coincidence. She puts so much thought into everything.
every single thing that Taylor Swift does is 100% planned out 100% of the time. I'm so excited. Uh, AJ and McCaw, Drop the Mic, our first podcast. I'm excited to do more podcasts. Me too. Thank you, Taylor Swift. You helped us yeah, get our first t- podcast Thanks, T-Swizzle. Uh, but we'll be doing them hopefully once a week, probably yeah. on Fridays, just about stuff that we think is a big deal. Yeah. So thank you so much for uh, joining us for our first podcast.